I, I think the poet or the filmmaker or the musician, the poet must not avert his eyes. You must not avert your eyes. This is what is coming at us. That wants to put the is back into Christmas. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paulo Goodman. Shit, that happened quick. Yeah. Oh, that's how they say it over here. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd go the other way and become like all expats and become just interminably Scottish. British. Yeah. <laughs> Becoming Scottish. Everyone goes down one. The English become <laughs> Scottish. The Scottish become Welsh. The Welsh become upper class English, though. It's yeah. the. Um... What's, what's that? Esh- the Escher stairway thing. It's it's just that all the way it's around. It's the Penrose steps. Someone's always better than someone. And someone's always better than you. That's a lesson of life. Australia's taught me that. Merry Christmas. I am also jet lagged right out the arse. So um, can't wait to do for a bit of Christmas cheer to really knock that one home. Well, absolutely. Happy holidays, season's greetings, and Merry Christmas, everyone. And thank mm. you so much for taking a little time out of your festive period to hang out with the pool boys in their conceptual loft. Don't eat all those oranges at once. Not all at once. You know what happened to your gran that year. Even though it's all anyone has in the UK now. <laughs> We're going to talk about a terrible Christmas movie, find some good things, get together, have a few laughs, and then we'll do the Christmas song. Oh yes, the Christmas song. Absolutely. Okay. So today we shall be sermonising about Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Kirk Cameron's 2014 Christmas movie starring Kirk Cameron as Kirk Cameron. Uh, it's a Christmas movie about putting that there Christ right back into the forefront of our minds during the Christmas period. Uh, where it should be. Absolutely. That's what Kirk Cameron wants. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, one thing that, Ka- that Kirk Cameron didn't want was the critical reaction to this film. Uh, because critics reacted to it like atheists to a Christmas tree in a public place. Hashtag warn Santa. Christy Lemire writing for christylemire.com, said that purely from a technical perspective, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas is hilarious in its ineptitude. Didactic dialogue, stiff performances, flat jokes, baffling camera angles, inexplicable editing choices, and lighting and sound values that are below those of a high school AV club project. (gasps) Uh, Peter Sobsinski, still writing for roderibut.com, get get off of there. If watching shoddily filmed presentations of shoddily constructed arguments justifying a self-absorbed perspective is the kind of thing that strikes your fancy, then it may indeed be up your alley after all. Those who are not of that mindset would be better served donating the price of a ticket to a food bank or shelter where the money could do some real good during the season. It's not what Christmas is about though, is it, Paul? It's not, and it's also assuming that Kirk Cameron's going to do something sort of worse than that with the money that we're going to pay for a ticket. For all we know, he's building a rocket ship to all the Candyland. To, to the Jesus moon, which is different to the regular moon. Um, I only have one um, public reaction. It's from Adam, AKW1, uh, mm-hmm. writing for IMDb in a review titled, Worst Movie Ever, Directed by a Disgusting Human. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, was that, that, was that the review? That was the title. Oh, fantastic. That, it gets better. The loser, Kurt Cameron, actually <laughs> tried to falsify... <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> what an opening <laughs> gambit. 
the loser, Kurt Cameron, mm-hmm. actually tried to falsify the rating for this movie here and on Rotten Tomatoes. Someone should tell him that lying and cheating are not acceptable Christian values. Someone should also tell him he's celebrating a pagan holiday. These things he decided are what makes Christmas what it is are the commercialized things that don't actually have anything to do with Christmas. It's like mm. the guy owns stock in Christmas supplies. If you claim you like this movie, you are a liar. Since <laughs> lying is a Christian no-no, you're going to hell. Enjoy. Aw, losers. Uh, the film has 1.5 on IMDb because of atheists and 0% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey. Oh. Fuck. Fuck. Also, due to atheists. Yes. Uh, the film won Worst Picture at the 2015 Golden Raspberries. What a bunch of shit. And Worst Actor, Worst Screenplay, mm. and mm. Worst Screen Combo for Kirk Cameron and his ego. Yeah, but that was uh, Pagans, Druids, and um, <laughs> Emperor Nero for the last uh, one. And a couple of dryads. Yeah. Weirdly, yeah. they came out of the forest. Mythical beings. <laughs> uh, just to shit all over Kirk Cameron's Christmas yeah. movie. They were riding triads. <laughs> The Chinese Mafia. That's the one. And they were chasing Yakuza. <laughs> Such as is Christmas. The me's on Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. So, Paul, you richly buttered ham. <sighs> Hello. What's something about Kirk Cameron saving Christmas that was bad in a good way? Well, I tell you who likes being bad in a good way the most. Mm. And that's cool dads. And I think Kirk oh, yeah. Cameron was a pretty good dad. This is probably a good point uh, to, to point out that um, much like much like we did with the devil inside, that yes. as atheists, we are aware of the shaky ground of going out into a, <laughs> into a hardline Christian movie um, in a sort of comedy satirical way. Yes. But, but as we will find out, and as we have already said, actually, this is a movie that was hated by everyone for different reasons. Yeah. Luckily, it's good- Kirk Cameron yeah. never says anything quite so coherent as to actually offend anyone's specific sensibilities. Everyone can just be no. generally annoyed. It's just general sense of taste and <laughs> quality, I think. Like, an expectation of quality has, has been insulted. I think the important thing is, Kirk Cameron doesn't bring anyone on his side and just generally has made a movie just to make you all feel a bit bad. Yeah. Because you're not doing Christmas right. The Kirk Cameron no. way. Kirk Cameron does Christmas <laughs> right. You need to put some well, Kirk Cameron back into Christmas. Well, let's be the first people to do that. <laughs> okay, Paul. What happens in Kirk Cameron's Christmas Christmas? Kirk Cameron is sitting in an armchair by a fire, kind of like a, a weird, sort of cosy but malicious presidential address. <laughs> Surrounded by stockings and gold and frankincense, the bones of his enemies. And uh... <laughs> yeah, he he loves Christmas. He loves, he loves what, it. What does he love about it? I admit it. I love everything about Christmas time. I love the cookies. I love the fire. I I love the presents. I love the stockings. I love the tree. I love the fudge. I love the lights. I love the music. I love the carols and the hymns. I love all the kids. The the fire. Yeah, all the fire the, that happens at Christmas. The, 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 yeah, the, Chris, the old Christmas fire. <laughs> the, 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 the cocoa. The cocoa. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, he, he loves just it. Fucking he loves cocoa. He doesn't love it quite enough to actually drink some because he just has an empty cup that he upends into his face. But... In theory, yes. he loves it. Well, no, he's he's he, he's too busy staring balefully <laughs> into the distance at the thought of people ruining Christmas and taking it away from him. He loves all of that, and he loves um, some other things, probably. <laughs> so, moving on. Yes. He's, he says his whole beef with this, because he loves Christmas. Yeah, he loves it. Absolutely best mates with Christmas. Yeah. And he his problem is that there are some killjoys out Who? there. Who? I want their fucking names. 
Oh, there's Ian. Ian Smith. <laughs> no! There's Barry. There's Barry Scottswold. You know what? I have told Ian Smith before. Well, you know what Ian Smith's like. He's always hanging around Barry Scottswold, and the two of them, they're always, always hanging out. Rupert, Rupertine, Esmeralda. Rupert, Rupertine, Esmeralda. That prick. He was talking about how it, it used to be that we used to like hearing the same stories over and over again, yes. but now we need twists and turns in the tale. Which, go and see any oh. fucking movie at the cinemas. We're not bored of hearing the same stories over and over again. We're fine. Oh, but the but the twists. And yes, <laughs> the, um, the, the problem is that people are, have gone all soft now, and they don't like... They don't like villains in the same way. Oh, they don't like... the kids? I think basically what happened is Kurt Cameron was once teaching a sermon to some kids and someone came up and said, uh, Mr. Cameron, I think you're scaring the children. <laughs> oh, what? So suddenly Bible stories are frightening for kids? No, no. Just <laughs> what you're doing with all the pauses and biting your lower lip and <laughs> leaning into them. It's, it's, it's frightening it's... everyone. It's the, it's the way you keep prodding them in the face <laughs> and telling them that they're wrong. They're wrong. And then saying nothing for ten, 17 seconds after can't that. Just tell, you just can't tell these stories anymore. You just can't scream in a child's face anymore. <laughs> can't scream in a child's face whilst choking them out and stamping on their mum. And, 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 and then suddenly if you yell, Jesus is Lord, everyone, everyone just goes weird. Yeah. Oh. We cut to Kurt Cameron's house. And then... Um, it cuts to Scar, Silent yes. Night. And an, op- an animated opening credit sequence that is largely obfuscated by the ridiculously large font that the credits are actually in. <laughs> because Christmas. I enjoyed the song. I, th- I feel like it was missing a real Big Fish style <laughs> rendition of, uh, of, of, of the lyrics, the actual lyrical content of Silent Night. But it was, you know, it was scary. And for that, Kirk Cameron... <laughs> I continue watching <laughs> after the after the credits. Some guy, there's some fucking guy. I don't know who it is. He's got a beard. He's got a red jumper. Um, he looks a bit like Kirk Cameron. I don't know who it is. But the, luckily, the footage uh-huh. freezes, and Kirk Cameron's voice comes in and says, "Hey, everybody, that's me. Enjoying the party." It's like, oh, it's Kirk Cameron. No idea. <laughs> what is this? What film? Where am I? <laughs> oh, we're still watching Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Fuck. Oh, we must be at the hour mark anyway, <laughs> says Paul. Um, so yeah, it turns out it's Kirk Cameron's uh, sister-in-law's house, actually. And she's throwing a mm. party because she fucking loves Christmas, Kirk Cameron's sister. That's why she always looks so unhappy. Well, if Kirk Cameron loves Christmas, she fucking loves it. Holy shit. She'd wrap her legs around Christmas <laughs> and then choke it out like Famke Janssen in GoldenEye. Because <laughs> she loves it. And it's also why her husband... Yes. Christian, oh, Christian, uh, no Christian White. Christian White. <laughs> oh my gosh, what what a completely meaningless and arbitrary name. Anyway, <laughs> Kirk Cameron is speaking to Kirk Cameron's sister, also <laughs> also Kirk Cameron's sister in real life. Who is named Kirk Cameron within the film? She is sad, and and he's like, oh, what's happening? Check out my screen presence. I'm <laughs> I'm literally filling up ninety five percent of the the screen here. Hey, sis. How about you sit down with me? We talk about these problems you're having. And then he. How about we jam together? <laughs> he gets out a guitar and starts strumming. And she says, "Well, it's my cunt of a husband." Should I say cunt? I don't think we break that off very often. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this is the first time we've kept it in. He just doesn't like Christmas. And Kurt Cameron drops his guitar, and he he sh- his hands are shaking, and his face goes red, and he says. Do you want that by me again, sis? <laughs> oh, he just, he, he doesn't like, he doesn't like Christmas. It's just not his thing, you know? He just doesn't like it. Are you okay, Kirk? 
we're gonna deal with it. <laughs> oh, we're so fucking. Deal with it. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> there's that Seinfeld, but I'm bam bam bam, and then he and then he walks out into the next room where, where Christian. To think sitting. I was worried he wasn't gonna make a good Joker. Anyway, yeah, we have um, we, we cut to Christian, and he's currently being assaulted by comedy relief guys. Yes. If we don't have Crazy Shirt Fridays, it's the end for us, man. That's all we got, and I like it that way. We're gonna keep it that way. We're gonna march if we have to. Straight power. Um, he also has um, LSD vision, like all atheists do at Christmas parties, and he's just looking around. And whereas everyone else, any normal people would see, you know, symbols of joy and laughing children, mm. he is seeing just a, a twisted imaginings of a deranged madman he's seeing the fucking magic wonderland like horrendous nightmare sequence of children enjoying christmas with a, with a discordant Yo- Jo johan johansson soundtrack playing over the top where some see festive decorations others see perverted symbols with hidden meanings where some see innocent toys others see pointless distractions where some see generosity and the joy of giving Others see needless spending and bad stewardship. But yeah, he he leaves because, you know, if you're not feeling the Christmas spirit, it can be pretty difficult. So you want to go outside and sort of be on your own and maybe collect yourself a bit. Um, Kurt Cameron, you know, is not going to let him get away with that shit. So he goes out and um, breaks into his car. No, sir. (laughs) Just breaks breaks the door open. It's like, hey, hey, champ. How are you doing out here? How are you fucking doing? Uh, Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good, Kirk. What are you what are you doing here? <laughs> Would you ask me that? I'm just gonna sit down. I'm just gonna sit down. I'm just gonna sit down here. We, are, we and me are gonna sit together. We're gonna just chat, okay? I just happened to hear a thing from your lovely wife, my sister-in-law. What you got to? <laughs> You've just been a bit of a Christmas wanker, and you're gonna fucking tell me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> you're hurting me, Kirk. And he squeezes his face until his eyes pop out of his skull. <laughs> He's like, "Love me." <laughs> Love me! I will eat the world! And he does that. <laughs> and, then in, and then inside of Kirk Cameron... The film continues. Christian, the, he's not even an atheist. He's, he's, like a, he's religious. Yes, his problems are as follows. First of all, Christmas is too commercialized. We're spending yes. so much money on toys that no one's going to play with. He recounts a story of witnessing a, um, a mother and daughter outside of a shop... And the kid's crying because they want something and the mum doesn't want to give it to them. And he recounts yeah. this like a fucking war flashback. I'm driving by a store and I, and I see I see a little girl and her mom. The little girl's got this look on her face like... And her, and her mom's looking at her like, oh, it's okay. okay. And, you, and you and the mom's got bags with her. You can tell they've been, they've been shopping. And the little girl was just so upset. And, you know, she was just making noise. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does shitty impressions of everyone <laughs> throughout his stories. And he doesn't oh like God. that Santa is taking all the glory away from Jesus. And, like, it's all based yeah. on paganism anyway. Like, it's not actually in the Bible. And it's all distracting. And, you know, he mm-hmm. believes in God. But, like, it's all just it's not right. This isn't right. And mm. Kirk Cameron says, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, oh, good. Kirk Cameron's actually listened to mm. him. They're going to have a difference of opinion, but he's going to give his two cents. He says, It's not a bad guy. Yeah, not a bad guy. He says, It's wrong, though. Yeah, it is wrong. No, no, no. No. You're wrong. What? What you said is wrong. I said a lot. Yeah. It's all wrong. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
All of it. Never breaking eye contact. He's just peeling the skin off of one of his fingers, revealing <laughs> hard metal e- underneath. Eating, he's eating a cat from the inside out. <laughs> he's so happy with himself. Yeah, he just knows. He's not even worried. He's not mm. even worried about, you know, trying to change this guy's mind because he just fucking knows that this, this guy is a pile of garbage just waiting to be set fire to by Kirk Cameron. And you're spoiling the whole thing. Not just for your wife. But for everybody inside your house. You're worse than Hitler. Sir. Sir. He he goes to say sir, but he ends up just biting Christian's face off. <laughs> so, and, and, and sticking it to the window like a loofer in a shower. So it's now time. It is now time for Kirk Cameron to totally deconstruct all of these fucking um, notions that this guy has. Um, Via filmic discourse. Yes. First of all, I think it's commercialism first. I think it's what about all these presents we don't need? And he's like, well, yes. you just need to you just need to reframe because you see, Jesus was born and put in a swaddling cloth, mm-hmm. and then the Bible doesn't make reference to that swaddling cloth again until the resurrection, when the cloth is inside the burial chamber. So it's like Jesus escaped from death. Firstly, when Herod's men was murdering children, you know, mm-hmm. imagine to... that, he yep, says, imagine it. Well, it's a shame we don't put that in the nativity. Yes, I agree. And then he escaped again when they crucified him. So, I mean, basically, fuck you and everything you believe. I mean, what was that shit about commercialism? Swaddling cloth, motherfucker. <laughs> so, sorry, what were you saying about commercialism again? <laughs> forgot. And, and Christian goes, I got to admit, I never saw the whole swaddling cloth thing and and cameron would go no of course you fucking haven't because i've never said it until just that second i had no idea what i was saying and it came out like that and he's like god you're so right <laughs> kurt cameron is as surprised as anyone that this shit is working <laughs> and then but then christian christian is convinced yes on only this one point though because oh, um, yeah. as soon as he sort of he he does he does a little smile he does a smile of a a five-year-old suddenly who's learned to spell his own name <laughs> And then within a second, he goes, oh, but what about this? Yeah. Brace, brace yourself for this one, well, Kirk topic, Cameron. Topic number two, what's with all these fucking trees? Because it's paganism, right? Pagans worship trees, the evergreen, and they bring them into their house. And, you know, fucking what's your answer to that, motherfucker? So-called Kirk Cameron, if that is your real name. Kirk Cameron then bites the, lim- the, the, the ligaments out of his neck. <laughs> and uh, Kirk Cameron's trees. like, um, yeah, trees. Uh, yeah, okay. Um... So here's why you're wrong about trees. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesus was nailed to one. How about that then? What's your answer there? Oh, yeah. And yeah. the idea of, oh, the Druids, you know, yeah, sure, they they worshipped winter solstice. There wouldn't be a winter if it wasn't for God. Oh, I love how you just took that, took my argument and then completely moved the goalpost. That's brilliant. <laughs> I like, never thought of doing that. I like the way you didn't interact with anything that I had said, even though I was saying <laughs> it in a really shitty way. You're right. We, you're right. We should put crosses in our homes instead of trees. No, no, no. Christmas trees. <laughs> Christmas trees, swaddling cloth, all of that. And don't touch the nativity as fine as it is. Oh, but you're making all these arguments to suggest we should really change the iconography we're using. No, no, no. Christmas is perfect as it is. You're the one who's wrong. Let's, let's yes. Keep going. Anyway, Kirk, you're never going to convince me on this one. Do, 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 do. Here it is. <laughs> the next one, Santa. The big S. Because Santa 
Check this, right? Check this out. Okay, oh my god. Ready? I'm going to lay down some riffs, some Christmas riffs for you Here's the truth. Santa. Anagram. Satan. And he drops. And he drops. He drops a mic that he wasn't using. Like he fumbles around in his mm-hmm. pocket for several minutes, fishing out a microphone that he then drops onto the floor. But he's in a car, so it kind of just goes yeah. into the footwell, and he has to then fish it out again. I, I will say at this point, this is this is the first moment really that Christian makes the leap from depressed mentalist to <laughs> just straight up e- egomaniac. Yes. Um, the, the 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 Santa is an anagram for Satan is really the like the his Rubicon I think <laughs> when it, and it just it just descends into nonsense noise after that every single argument yep. which we will get to but for now Santa because it is an anagram for Satan yes uh, big red big red guy incidentally in Australia wears hot pants has shades and um, he only eats cold cuts and drinks Fosters holy fuck here in Britain uh, Santa is a northern man with a whippet. Uh, and he comes around <laughs> with a fag on and a string vest, and he throws um, what he calls presents uh, at children's windows. <laughs> and he votes for Brexit every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> There's no referendum. <laughs> so, yes. so, so solve that one, Kirk Cameron, you massive bellend, he says. Luckily, Kirk Cameron has a whole story about Santa Claus, or as he likes to call him, Saint Nicholas. Yes. He can tell you this story. <laughs> he could tell it to you as it was, with like how it was in the actual days when all of this actually happened according to the Bible, which is definitely completely literal and true. Mm-hmm. He could tell you that, but as he says, it would be a mess. Now, if I tried to show you how this really happened, you'd see a lot of guys in robes, wearing tall hats, carrying scepters and swinging incense everywhere. It'd be a mess. I want you to imagine this a little more Lord of the Ringsy. It would be a mess to realise this book that he worships, visually and literally. So instead, mm. I'm going to do things a bit more Lord of the Ringsy, which is more credible. Yes. One one lawsuit from Howard Shaw later, we, we get on to the, the meat of this. And Santa Claus is a badass, Fuck I think, yeah. is, is the, main, the main thrust of it. St. Nicholas, or Nick at, at the time. After um, a five-minute wh- shot of a modern Santa staring right into the fucking lens, um, yeah. we cut to the past... And we see this guy who goes to the Council of Elrond. Well, you know, he's, he's un- there's that scene of him underground, like, pulling tyres on a rope for a bit. <laughs> Getting ready to fight chin-ups. Superman. No, I yeah. think it is meant to be the Council of Elrond that he goes to. It's some sort of council of sort of elders who decided to recognise Jesus or something. And there's some guy mouthing off next to him being like, oh, maybe Jesus wasn't the actual literal son of Christ. And Santa just fucking goes mental. Well, he sits down and he has a quiet, menacing word with him first, much yes. like Kurt Cameron um, does with all with all dissidents <laughs> and um, and family members. Yeah, yeah. He very quietly reminds him that Jesus is Lord and he is the light and um, the one true God. And then the fucking dubstep kicks in and he just absolutely <laughs> crushes yeah. him. He's it's just... really hurting him. <laughs> Nicholas, put the heretic Arius to shame, not only by word but also by deed, smiting him on the cheek. Santa Claus! Yeah, Uh, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And that's Santa Claus. Uh, Cut back to the fucking car. (sighs) After those three points, he's absolutely sold. It's like, yeah, Christmas, great. Okay, love it. Oh, but what am I going to do now? Like... Well, unfortunately, that's what Kirk Cameron said, because there's still half an hour of movie time left. It's been 45 minutes. We've got to get this out to at least an hour and 20. 
to make it at eligible for cinemas. Yeah. Um, so, uh, tell you what, do some vamping. Do some vamping. Oh, okay. Um, oh, uh, I can't go back in there. Hey, pretend I got sick or something. Like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> pretend you got sick. Yeah, pretend I got sick. And it just, uh, yeah, just uh, tell them I, I've got a rash. You know, like a rash. Oh, yeah, like a rash. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah. I should do it. I should do it. I oh, should yeah, do it. Can right. you do it? Can you do it? <laughs> no, I should do it. I should oh, do God. it. Wouldn't it be weird if we kissed? What? No, 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 no. Just, you know, just joking. No, no. The comedic relief guy says uh, straight power, which I was fond of. Straight power. And there were several slow motion shots of Kirk Cameron's sister's face melting off of the bones. <laughs> and then, I think at that point, we've got about 25 minutes left. Yeah, so like, what, what are we going to do? Well, fortunately, the, 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 the final 25 minutes does play out pretty much entirely in slow motion. Yes, starting with Christian's return to the party. And he yes. throws open the door and everyone stares at him. And he stands there looking at everyone like he's got a special secret boner for all erection. of them. <laughs> yes. I'm glad we were both going in the same direction. <laughs> the same erection. This is after a three minute sequence of Kirk Cameron telling him he needs to be the hero of this story, which only he can do yes. by going back to the party and acting like an absolute fucking monster. Yeah. So how, how does Christian come in and uh, save Christmas? Oh, well, he just fucking dies onto the floor and skids across the floor like a maniac. Face first into some presents. Yeah. yeah. Face first into Wonderful. some presents. But what about those presents? We haven't really addressed. Yeah, because remember he had issues with commercialism earlier didn't really get addressed and he kind of just dropped it didn't he well luckily we get a bit more time here and the thing is if you look at a stack of presents under a tree at the right angle from a certain angle certain angle and allow your mind to imagine little lines being drawn over it kind of looks like a a city right not just any city though which um uh brussels close um there is some of the letters in brussels are also in in this city oh man uh, yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in Brussels, but not Malaga. <laughs> Trump, but not in fuckface. The, I'm Kirk um, Cameron, uh, but I'm not in your basement. I'm not. I'm really not. But it's funny. I should say Trump because it is actually quite topical now, R- really, isn't it? Because of course yes. it's the holy city of Bognor Regis. <gasps> Yay! Jerusalem. It, the 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 line of presence. Looks like the, the the skyline for New Jerusalem. Ah, oh, and that justifies spending a tremendous amount of money on stuff we don't need. Yes. Because it looks like Jerusalem, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. Like fucking Jerusalem, everyone. It looks like Jerusalem. Do you know what? Oh, you know what? I've got Pornhub open here. And when I see the, the rows of pornographic films just in a row, <laughs> like in a grid, do you know what it looks like to me, Paul? Oh, tell me, Paul. It looks like the checkers on Santa's tartan kilt. <laughs> so I think, actually, and if I look on one of the clips and I look at that 12-inch long black penis and the veins running down it, do you know what it looks like to me, Paul? I don't, actually. Enlighten me. Well, it reminds me of a lovely, pearly set of mistletoe. Yeah. And I think to myself, this is Jesus' plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, ab- absolutely, mate. Absolutely, and that's the be- that's the beautiful thing when you when you think about it is mm. is just how perfectly Christmas has been set up by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When I look at the pornzone.org and um, I <laughs> see all this. those little moving those moving gifs of uh, <laughs> of sweaty butts riding <laughs> enormous riding ridged penises. <laughs> I I think of those I think of the advent calendar that my dad tries to give me every year and my mum systematically takes away from him <laughs> and burnt in a small fire yeah. for unmaking <laughs> but he keeps getting them somehow 
And isn't that the true meaning of Christmas? I think it actually is. Um, what was the next thing, Paul? Because I seem to remember there was another thing. Well, he's got to go po- apologize. Well, after acting like a maniac and posing yeah. for 50,000 pictures with Santa uh, in the space of a few minutes, he's got to go apologize to his <laughs> wife for being a prick. He goes and he apologizes. And at this point, he's like, I need to make it up to you. And Kurt Cameron's sister says, what did you have in mind, big boy? Clearly mm. hoping for some Christmas sex. Yeah. And he leans in and it freezes. And Kurt Cameron tells us, what do you expect to see here, folks? How would you expect this scene to end? Would you expect them to kiss? Well, if we've learned one thing from this, it's that I'm a fucking madman. <laughs> so they don't kiss. No. <laughs> Instead. I went ahead and just organized a hip-hop dance crew that encompasses all the joy and gospel burst and excitement that I alone as one man just cannot express. No, really, I did. There's a dance moment. Uh, DeAndre, the, the comedy relief guy, he um, he's the DJ. Straight power. Um, Raffy Henley. Oh, I think that's his name. Yep. Henry Raffley. He's, he's, he does some beatboxing that you don't hear on the final track. And, yep. um, and, a, and a group of uh, Kirk, all of 32 of Kirk Cameron's children watch <laughs> five supposedly trained dancers perform isolated moves <laughs> to several different camera cuts um, <laughs> per second. Intercut with every so often Kirk Cameron doing the worm. Yes, and, and looking looking to camera as he's doing the worm, as if to say, <laughs> "Fuck me, my cock is great." <laughs> and it tastes like heroin. <laughs> Praise Jesus. And <laughs> yes, there there are some people some people doing good dance. You know how it cuts from person to person sometimes when there's a dance off, and one person yeah. will be doing the robot. Somebody will be doing like the that really cool like thing where the, the feet keep going in and out and they move along the floor at the same time uh, what is that what even is it i don't even like, know they, it's called the crab witch <laughs> it's definitely called, it's called the, the, side, the, the it's called the sidestep um ham gate and he <laughs> um yeah so there's lo- lots of that but they always cut out just a half a second too soon so you don't see the move completed at anyone for anyone um she's great and <laughs> no it's um, definitely filmed like an anxiety attack de- de- definitely filmed like a meltdown in bogner regis <laughs> in after after a while you realize that you can't hear the beatboxing um <laughs> you're not seeing any of the dance moves um and and, and and then um christian and kurt cameron's wife she's not credited with a name i don't know what that is she's just kurt cameron's wife they do a bit of a dance we finally get like one continuous shot of two people dancing completing a yeah. single movement and that was quite nice and yes. then, um, and then is it? Well, then, and then is it Kurt, the end? Kurt Cameron, Kurt Cameron jumps in front of the crowd of people who are inexplicably gathered around one part of the house, facing yes. an invisible wall. And he jumps in. His face is drained of all life and color, and he becomes <laughs> Skeletor from fucking He Man. And for uh, one brief moment that we will be sharing with everyone through social media <laughs> that I was able to capture, um, then his soul grows back, and he tells everyone to come and have some hot chocolate. He creepily winks at his sister, and they all die. The longest slow motion shot of the movie. <laughs> <sighs> and the film cuts to black, and the the the, uh, the caption "Executive Producer Kurt Cameron" is writ large in big red letters for you to see mm. and absorb. There are some outtakes, and finally, yeah. at the very end, a bit of improvisational beatboxing. Yeah. Then, Childish Gambino, eat your heart out. <laughs> and we are all released into the warm, pleasant embrace of death. That was Kirk Cameron thoroughly 
Saving Christmas. Yes. Now I thought <laughs> when I when I was watching the you know the first five minutes of this film uh-huh. that he was going to go around saving Christmas for several people in the house, <laughs> and I and I and I thought that all the problems were going to be you know one Different. person would have a problem with excess, one person would have problems with. Santa and trees yeah. and whatever, and he was going to go around and be like, "Oh, hello, mate. Hello. Heard that you need a bit of save Christmas saving too." <laughs> yeah, let me like, sit even, down. Even still ridiculous, he was he was gonna like still do things in a way that made sense. But no, one guy has all of the problems yeah. with Christmas, and, and he, he just wasn't... sits there fucking mad dogging him for an hour. <laughs> and he wasn't even an atheist or like no. one of the stereotypical bad guys. That you would expect. He was just a a religious guy who felt like Christmas wasn't religious enough anymore. Yeah. I think my experience at the beginning of this movie was frustration. Because mm-hmm. as an atheist coming to a hardline Christian movie, I was waiting for the bit where it just outright tells me the stuff and I can go, okay, I disagree with that, great. But because mm. he wasn't, because he spends mm. the first half an hour talking about swaddling cloth mm-hmm. and saying stuff like there's two groups of people you see and pausing all the time there's the ones who want us to just just keep it keep it quiet you know mm. just just quiet down celebrate christmas by all means but just keep it indoors you know just keep it mm. keep it behind closed doors which is obviously something that Kirk Cameron has you know a problem with he wants people to yeah. you know no matter what they're into whether it be christmas or loving people of the same gender as them he wants them to be out and proud clearly and not yes. behind closed doors without even Absolutely. checking any anything at all i know that that is Kirk Cameron's position i just know it Absolutely. Heart. but like he's he's talking about and then there's people who want to take christmas and just they just want to put it in a box you know they want to put it in the yeah. box and maybe put the box inside of another thing like a different concept and that concept yeah. really yeah. is going to become the box and the box must be broken open what are you saying <laughs> Just let me disagree with you, please. I'm so nervous. I mean, that was... Uh, it was a very double-sided strength of the movie. It wasn't attacking <laughs> atheists, and it wasn't necess- It wasn't attacking other Christians. It was just attacking this vast, <laughs> imaginary group of people yeah. who had this pretend complaint about Christmas. And there was some... Like, Christian had some very, some very good points, but he was also a man who's completely mired in insanity. <laughs> com- com- that was his drawback. Completely, completely and utterly. He, he, yeah. he would say something, he would say something logical or, you know, rational. Like, you know, I have a, I have a real problem with the ex- excess of Christmas when there are people who are worse off than us and, and, and need the money. And also, I'm the balloon god! And I'm balloon man. Oh, do, 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 do. And just utter nonsense. I think half of the half of the the dialogue must have been ad libbed. God, yeah. Um, it was it was really painful. It was it was it was definitely yes and. So in, in, <laughs> in, that, in that in that in that sense, it was a successful exercise. I wasn't outraged. There was no no for me. There was no outrage. I I marvelled every second of this absolute <laughs> specimen. It was yeah, wonderful. The the heart of this movie is in a very childish heart. It's the idea that Kirk Cameron just wants to have Christmas the way Kirk Cameron mm. likes it. He wants to have a <laughs> lot of food. He wants to have a lot of presents. He wants to be yeah. ostentatious. And he doesn't want to feel bad about it. So he's pulled a lot of Bible verses that he's misquoting and putting out of context to prove that A, these things are all great. B, mm-hmm. they're all in the Bible. 
and mm-hmm. see they're not based on pagan ritual at all. Yeah. I don't know why those last two points are so important. <laughs> Surely the only important point is that it's not immoral. Which, yeah. let's be honest, it pretty much is. I mean, Christmas is a festival where we all appreciate how good we have things by indulging in excess. Hmm. All year long we get to have capitalism, and so we spend a lot of sh- money on stuff we don't need. All year yeah. long most of us get to eat, and so we mm-hmm. celebrate that in one big thing where we eat a tremendous amount of food. Yeah. And that leads to a lot of guilt, which is good, <laughs> because you should be. Yeah. Um, charity donations go up, people put it spending their time goes up. Good things happen because of that yeah. guilt. I always feel like, and I feel like you should just learn to live with guilt. It's not a bad thing. No. Like, it's the same sort of people who rationalize not giving money to panhandlers when they're on, like, the underground. Yeah. And they rationalize, oh, they just go spend it on drugs. It's like, no, in an effort to make yourself not feel bad, you've made the world a shittier place. Yes. Kirk Cameron's a, a specimen of utter douchebaggery. His, his self-assured smile... There are parts where Christian is just complaining about stuff and Kirk is just sort of yeah. quietly <laughs> laughing as if it's so funny how fucking stupid you are. Like, I can't believe it. It's amazing how wrong and terrible you are. I'm just going to oh, laugh God. at you. He, he, <laughs> you know when Prime Minister's... Que- like, no, you know in them, like, question time when Nick Griffin was on and there are people just, like, quietly laughing at the, the horrible racist yeah. things he said because obviously it was wrong and, and ridiculous and it yeah. was, like... It was an easy job. It was like, I'm, I don't even need to be here. A school child could, could argue this with you. It was the same thing. It was that, that look of, oh, I'm dealing with a child. Never mind. Yeah. Kirk Cameron to yeah. the rescue. I mean, the opening sequence breaks you in, though, because there's a marvellous moment of him delivering a line and saying, shouldn't Christmas be about Jesus? And then he raises an eyebrow and it's like, hmm. And then just sips from his cocoa while still staring down the screen. And it's the most fucking amazing moment. It's just like, oh my god. This is extraordinary. And it's just that all, all the way through the film. Kirk Cameron is right. Oh, I couldn't help uh, overhear what you were saying earlier about uh, Jesus. Um, I was just wondering why you'd say that. And then he sits there and it looks like he's listening to you, but he's not. Smiling and shaking yeah. his, head, his head. And he'll, he might even yeah. fist bump you afterwards and then just talk about what a fucking idiot you are. He's he's light speed unlikable. It's... He um he just feels like the youth pastor. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the guy is like, <laughs> Hey kids and he turns the chair the other way around. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Um yeah. I just want to talk to you guys about Jesus. Just have a bit of a chat. Bit of a man to man of all of you. Uh what, what what do you think about that? What do you think about that, Tom? Can I go, sir? Hmm. 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 No, no, not at all. People come into the room and he's got his guitar out and he's like, sorry guys, I was just playing a bit of Counting Crows. <laughs> Never mind, I'm, I'm just going to put away the axe. <laughs> Julie, what's your spin on this? Give me the lowdown, girl. <laughs> what, what are you? <laughs> what are you, Kirk Cameron? So I think once you dismiss the philosophy of the film, which yeah. is banal, really, at no point does he say gays are wrong, apart from the guy who says straight power for some Oof. fucking reason. No point does he say gays are wrong. No point does he say you shouldn't have abortions. And no point does he say Muslims are taking over this fucking country. Like, he might think those things, but they're not in the film. The film is about how Christians shouldn't feel bad about putting a Christmas tree up. Which, you know, it's whatever. Because of swaddling cloth. It's baffling. So once you've dismissed that as being inoffensive and nothing, what you're left with is the presentation of these ideas. Which is also terrible. It's it's also pretty bad. The flattest fucking lighting in, like, the Christmas party sequence. Mm. Like, everything is just lit like a fucking showroom 
forecourt. It's it's nothing. There's no depth. There's no <laughs> there's no cam- interesting camera movement here. It's just everything's so flat, except for maybe the LSD mm. sequence. He, he he takes over every scene, and his his face takes over every scene, even when yeah. he's not speaking in it. And I think that was that was the main yeah. thing. And that's that's you know what kind of comes out when he tried to rally his fans to vote it up on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and all these. We got to mention and... that he he did try to do that. He um he noticed that it wasn't getting very good write ups, so he sent a, me- a message out to fans saying, "Hey." Let's send a message to the critics that we're the ones who decide what movies to see. So let's try and do a sort of campaign here and get those votes up. If you love Saving Mm. Christmas, get your votes out. Um, There was an initial success to the point where he actually posted a congratulations post. Uh, and then it just went massively fucking the wrong way, and yeah. people shut up in their millions to troll this thing, and it's that's how it got its incredibly low rating. Yeah, blame that on but, atheists. Yeah, the only <laughs> the thing is, him doing that meant the result was meaningless because he yeah. asked a whole bunch of people to just vote it up whether they'd seen it or not, <laughs> and then the reaction just makes it doubly meaningless. So the point is, the score doesn't necessarily indicate anything because it was the source of t- a campaign and a counter campaign. So it became a battle between two campaigning groups. And surprise, surprise, there are more trolls on the internet than there are devout <laughs> Christians. Weird so, that. yeah, but luckily, nothing is really lost. We're not losing out on the danger of actually measuring anything because the film is just terrible. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it is still um, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. No no critic liked it. Not even... Christian ones. D- 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 yeah, not even like the <laughs> Daily Science Christian Monitor or whatever it's called. <laughs> I think even Kurt Cameron got, com gave it 0 out of 5 Jesuses. <laughs> No, yeah, universally panned by critics. And I don't see what he hoped people would get out of it. Like, you're, you're what, a kid? And you come to see it? Like, I mean, is it is it possible that Kurt Cameron just has a bit of a an ego thing? <laughs> and, and I think there's a real possibility of that. <laughs> oh, Paul, this was described as the room of um, Christmas movies. Is it so bad it's good? Well... Would you recommend watching this? Absolutely. <laughs> Not not even just for Christmas. I would recommend it for anybody to watch because seeing is believing in this in this case. <laughs> you, you, sometimes it's good to watch things that challenge you and sometimes it's good to watch something where you can take a mental vacation and just laugh. Yes. There's there's nothing there's nothing to be gained from debating this film. There's no there's no content here that is contentious. There's nothing like, ooh, I should probably address that on a forum somewhere. It's yeah. just hooray, this is nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, that's Merry Christmas. It fails everyone. so spectacularly to make any sort of point. Like I was afraid of it. I was afraid of the film. I was afraid I was going to get lectured at and stuff I don't believe in, and it was just mm. going to upset me because so many mm. people have bought into it. But no, there's there's nothing. It's it's zero calorie. <laughs> it's just madness. Just show mm. up for how amusingly Kirk Cameron is. Yeah, and how bafflingly poorly put together the whole thing is. I mean, the fact that there's a six minute scene of them just dancing is wonderfully lazy. It's fabulous. And it's free on YouTube, so you've really got nothing to lose. Yes, don't give Kirk Cameron any money. Just watch the thing on YouTube. Um, You know what? If if, if you watch it and then you suddenly feel like you should send him a dollar, just... (laughs) maybe then that's your prerogative yeah but i wouldn't start out with that i wouldn't set out with that aim yeah i just you know <laughs> just staggy a kurt cameron appreciation <laughs> meet it out like a fine wine paul should we should we do some positive quickfire yes please quickfire uh mine first is that yes during the opening speech about uh, in which he's just laying out the basic principles he'll be exploring his little lip bite Little biting of his lower lip, where he's just like, mm. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. How's that for some food for thought? <laughs> Bitches. Like, that was the funniest fucking yeah. thing. When the girl and Santa Claus at the beginning of the film are having that talk in that little cat like cavern thing. Yeah. Um, and she's saying, they're here in the tavern. Yeah. There is the the, the music is what I would call Hans Zimmer-esque. <laughs> Bam, 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 and I was expecting it to cut to limbo with a sort of bedraggled Leonardo DiCaprio washing up on shore. It was very Hans Zimmer-esque. Jesus Christ! Um, the ridiculous dance sequence at the end starts off with a guy doing a pretty good robot. Yeah, yeah, it is good robot, and then it just all goes to shit and madness. Kurt Cameron holds himself well. He he knows how to command a scene. Um, the, when he's explaining the fucking swaddling cough, uh, cloth, cough, yeah. the swaddling cough, yeah. the cave that the story takes place in looks nice and ancient. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a proper cave. It doesn't look like a cheap, awful set. Although there are lights that are streaming, streaming in, which look fairly fake. Yes, but the actual cave looks, you know, dank and kind of moist, like there'd be moss growing in there. I like it. When Crazy Shirt Friday guy is talking to Christian at the beginning, and he's he's doing his ad lib thing, and he's just talking and talking and talking. Eventually, Deck the Halls comes on, and he starts, and he just he fades out, and he's just he's just talking nonsense as yeah. a sort of creepy version of Deck the Halls plays. And it's one bit where he 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 sort of dances and turns around very slowly, and then he kind of does like a horse bray, his lips flap, yeah. and his eyes just sort of just drift off cap like off piste and he's he just looks so detached from everything <laughs> for about half a second yeah it's very nice it's very good <laughs> uh there's a moment where awful com- comedic release guy says um hey did you hear no more crazy shirt friday and then after he mm. finishes saying it it cuts to a closer up on him like not extreme close up that would have been <laughs> too funny but like it cuts from a mid shot to mm. a medium shot and it's just it's so fucking funny that it it chose to emphasize that like hey <laughs> no more no more festive fridays the when when they are talking about the rock that a manger would be carved out of um for the nativity scene uh-huh. um there was a shot of the rock Dwayne Johnson <laughs> and no there, there was a shot of the the the, the rock that was the, the manger was carved out of and straw was being sprinkled over it like an MNS rock <laughs> this isn't any rock <laughs> This has lovingly hand-carved... Hand-carved, straw-garnished manger rock with, for baby Jesus. With natural for sexy yogurt. baby Jesus. <laughs> Which then yes. just gets glopped onto it. Like, full, full fat goat's cheese grillé <laughs> rock. With cranberries. Yes, it was, it, it was very sexy. <laughs> Excellent. Speaking of which... Um... <laughs> Kirk Cameron. Oh. <laughs> Oh, at the very end, when everyone's being led off to the meal mm. um, after Kirk Cameron's terrifying skeletal face, um, there's a little moment where, like, they're all leading out and they're all like, yay, and one guy trailing the others is like... <laughs> like he's he, he's audible for longer. I don't know if that was intended. The, the little dance between Christian and his wife uh, and Kurt Cameron's sister is quite sweet. They 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 do this. They do a couple of goofy dance moves together. The camera doesn't cut halfway through, and then it and then it closes in on the two of them doing like the Zack Snyder slow mo speed up thing. Yeah. But and they they do this one. They they sort of spin around each other doing these kind of fuck yeah look at us faces, and then they <laughs> do this like 
this like brush past where they like they lean backwards past each other and the wife holds out her hand yeah like up like she's uh expecting a tip and um christian does like with his fingers like a little backwards space oh, walk yeah. across it and that was yeah. cool that actually made me <laughs> that actually made me smile it actually made me quite happy <laughs> i think the 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 final good thing about mm. kirk hammond saving christmas is the moment that fucking broke me because I wasn't feeling too good watching this. I was feeling a bit miserable. Like, again, I was anticipating Kirk Cameron's lecturing of me. Mm-hmm. And by and large, I was just fucking not in a good mood uh, watching this movie. Then we have the Santa story. Mm-hmm. And in the Santa story, we get to the moment after Santa has beaten the living shit out of some guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he comes home. And he does the dramatic turn to camera with the Christmas music playing, at which point I start recording a message to you. And then in real time, thankfully, because I did that, in real time, I'm able to capture my exact reaction at the point when Santa started smiling creepily at the camera. And here's that moment for you here. (laughs) What the fuck was that? Why was Santa so scary? Uh, That's wonderful. (laughs) So yeah, the 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 one good thing about Kirk Cameron surviving Christmas is Santa Claus staring menacingly at the fucking camera, smiling like a lunatic. And I got to listen to that after um, an entirely sleepless night, thanks to jet lag. So that really just tipped me over into my own special tailored delirium. Jetlag is, of course, um, the roommate that you're living with now. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Jetlag. I'm Jetlag. Oh, I hope you'll be quiet in the evenings. Nope. Nope. Aggressive porn star. Brazzers style. <laughs> I film all my sh- locations here. All my <laughs> locations? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Everything is filmed on location of my rod. God, you're a good guy, jet lag. Can I please go to sleep now? No, never. <laughs> There's a nice lady in the um in in the kitchen who's like, "Oh, Paul, you seem a bit run down. Are you okay?" Hey, baby, it's time for another porn scene. Oh, sorry, I've got to go do a porn <laughs> with jet. With jet. <laughs> jet, <laughs> are you going to eat this cheese? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'm too busy having sex in a woman. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> jet lag. I haven't slept in twenty eight days. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was wonderful. Thank you for that. No worries. Now let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the nineteen eighty five film Santa Claus the movie. Um, much the much maligned classic from the nineteen eighties, starring Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. It tells the story of the mythos of Santa, or at least one version of it, leading up mm-hmm. to the twentieth century when he's overworked and enlists the help of Dudley Moore, who has invented a machine that makes toys at a superior rate. Unfortunately, <laughs> the toys it produces are shoddy and Dudley Moore is fired and starts working for John Lithgow, an incredibly villainous um toy manufacturer, <laughs> producing magical lollipops, um where the magic is taken from reindeers no less, that make people Ooh. fly. Uh, as well as a flying contraption that would deliver presents on Christmas 2, which is March the 25th, which I think is Jesus's real birthday. Um, <laughs> Sa- Santa is dispirited. Dudley Moore just wants his affection, while Lithgow aims to become the new face of Christmas. So 
we're looking at the origins of the Santa mythos and what Christmas really means and what it should mean and etc etc um, it wasn't particularly well reviewed at the time but it seems to have a bit of a special place in people's hearts um, despite the garishness and the product placement and things like that um, all in all it's a film with a positive message it isn't preachy and it feels like the perfect film for VHS and light shows and cool effects and an insanely mean John Lithgow <laughs> if you're looking for chintzy Christmas magic that will try and tell you how you should be doing Christmas well this is your run I think the best movie about Santa Claus made in recent years uh, was After Christmas it frames Santa Claus as being this dynasty of uh, successors a her- hereditary sort of mantle that is passed down from father to son and the current Santa Claus um is getting a bit old his father grand santa uh, objects to the sort of ultra modern way that things are being done uh due to the um eldest son steve uh and the young son arthur just wants to make sure everyone has a merry christmas a present doesn't get delivered um it gets left behind a little bike for a girl in england and it's about arthur trying to get his um the elders steve and santa to um do something about it and then failing to do that he sets off with grand santa and a an elf named bryony in order to try Mm. and um deliver the present and it's just really fucking sweet this journey that they go on it's very exciting it's got a it's an aardman studio thing it should be said um so it has that sort of density of details to its visual gags and um these sort of thrilling action sequences but ultimately the heart of the thing is after christmas just uh learning what christmas is all about and the idea that of who santa is and what he has the potential to be and that it's all really just about a kid being shown as something of wonder and it's a really sweet thing i have to mention the cast james mcelvoy as arthur hugh laurie as steve bill nighy as grand santa jim broadbent as santa imelda staunton as mrs santa um and then fucking cameos michael palin got laura linney got sanjeev baskar robbie coltrane joan cusack reese darby from flight of the concords jane horrocks um andy circus dominic west wow. as just elves you've got kevin eldon rich fulcher danny john jules from red dwarf rich hall is in there huh. julia davis tamsin craig alistair mcgowan it's fucking insane the, the people who, who do voices for this thing who's it that's playing Bryony as well i always forget her name Oh, Bryony is being played by Ashley Jensen. That's the one, yeah. Oh, from The Lobster. Oh, fuck me, she's Biscuit Woman from The Lobster. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, Arthur Christmas is just a very sweet film. And if you want an alternative film about Santa, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is about a young kid who gets traumatised by a Santa when he's a boy and then grows up to want to impulsively kill them. Yeah. And if you want another alternative film about Santa, I'd (laughs) recommend Krampus, which is about Krampus. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Thanks very much, everyone, for spending some time from your festive period. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you. One and all. Yeah. But also all the other deities and the non-deities. Yeah, and for every other day. 2018, for presents every day. Excess every day. Capitalism every day. Every day. Let's just do this. Just we'll take spend it all the money. If you've got any goodwill to send our way, you can do that at OGTPod on Twitter, at OGTPod at Facebook, at OGTPod at gmail.com. Uh, you could send me a five ninety nine package of goodwill um, via Amazon for my novel Dockhead, which is still available. Um, Ooh, cheaper in Kindle. Yes. What the, a treat. It, Chris, Christmas happens in the book. So you can <laughs> relive Christmas and what um, read about the protagonist getting into some sexy misadventures. <laughs> on and around that date 
spoilers <laughs> absolutely all right well i think that's that and uh thank you for listening i'm paul salt i'm paul goodman and remember the one good thing about kirk cameron's survi- surviving christmas is santa claus staring menacingly into camera smiling like a serial killer right i think it's time for the christmas song oh boy i love the christmas song <laughs> okay three two one christmas song christmas song christmas song for you oh what fun is christmas song and christmas song is you oh dancing through the walls at christmas time of year oh what fun for christmas song it's laughing all the day all the children know there's a christmas on the way You've listened to our podcast now, so we must go away. Oh, Oh, Christmas song, Christmas song, Christmas song, it's true. OGT, a Christmas now from a theist's point of view. Did it go well? Oh, Christmas song, Christmas song, (laughs) Christmas song, it's true. OGT, Christmas now from a theist's point of view. Is that good? Yes, it was perfect. Okay, excellent.